screedle deedle, a doodly dee, a screedle deedly doo. To our sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation, you're listening to Gotta Talk. Gotta Talk! I'm Johnny Destructo. I'm the Bad Trouble. And with us this week is. Yeah, hey, it's Brandon. Now, Brandon, you br- Brandon brought us some news, some hot off the presses news from him. Is that. From a website that I shall not name because I hate them. There was There's rumors, apparently, that Tom King is off Batman. Tom King, who. Up until this point, has said he has a hundred issue run on the Batman, on DC Comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be leaving at eighty five. Issue eighty five. What issue is it up to now? Seventy one. Yeah, something. Seventy one, seventy two, somewhere in there. Okay, so he's going to be leaving, leaving after issue eighty five. Yike! I can't say I disagree with that decision. If it is in fact the decision, this is from a website that only deals in uh, rumors. Mostly, rumor yeah. rumor mongering. Yes. Uh, um, Lactatinghot.com. And uh, ugh. <laughs> so yeah, I, uh, we we you know we review Batman on Spoiler Alert podcast, our weekly comic book review show, mm-hmm. and uh, we are not huge fans of that. Not huge fans of Bat now of the Batman. Has that been over time? Because it's been my experience that for a lot of his run, people were solidly behind Tom. Yeah, King. I think up until. The wedding snafu. Then mm. everyone turned on him real quick. Yeah. Um, I was hot and cold, mostly cold. I didn't like I Am Gotham. I didn't like I Am Bane. I didn't like I Am Suicide. I did like Volume 4, which was The War of Jokes and Riddles. That's where I went, oh, here we go. Here's something I'm enjoying. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I kind of fell off again. And then the wedding thing happened. And I, I was like, well, that's kind of interesting, but kind of boring. Right. Um, I didn't really care whether or not him and Catwoman got married. Either way, either they're not going to be married in a couple years, even if they did get married, because that's how okay. comic books... I don't care. So, um, I haven't... And then there was another story where Bruce Wayne gets himself onto a... Um, a jury. A jury. Jury, yeah. Which yeah. I like that one, for like pummeling. Batman pummels Mr. Freeze. And uh, I thought that was an interesting story. But yeah, it's mostly cold for me, less hot. And then there was like nine issues of a story called Nightmare, where it's, each issue is Batman... Having a bad dream. Oh wow! I wasn't even aware of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Because I stopped when the whole wedding debacle happened because mm-hmm. I felt that he was not being fair to the readers. Right. And and especially that, especially when later his excuse for it was, "Hey, but I've got this. I'm going to be on here for 100 issues, and trust me, you'll want to make it all the way to the end. There's a reason behind my madness." And I was like, and I remember getting into to loud arguments with some people about how he will never make it to the end of this 100 You said year this. Plan. Yes, oh. I did. I said it will not happen. I guarantee even if he is sincere in him saying that he has a 100 issue arc mm-hmm. which I felt was just window dressing on this pig that he had put out called mm-hmm. Batman number 50 um it will never happen. He won't make You thought it. they're going to take him off? I didn't think... Honestly, I didn't think they were going to take him off. I thought that he would just fizzle out. Oh, okay. And, just and like give and, up or... And give up. You know, like he really... He, he was talking crap. Now, Brandon, this place you saw the, the article, does it say why it's going to be ending in 85? No. Just it it, it mentioned that it wouldn't be Tom King's decision. So, like, it would definitively be DC taking him off. Okay. But they didn't mention exactly why. Oh, and then... Like- and then on top of the nightmare thing, they started Nightmare, the K N I G H T Mare storyline, and then two issues into that, they decided to do uh, the price. So they started a story where Batman's having bad dreams, bad dreams, and then they just in the middle of it do the Batman Flash crossover, and then they go back to oh wow Nightmare. I don't think that's on Tom King though. I assume that's DC. Oh no, so I, that's editorial. Not, they may yeah. not be Tom King's fault. Because I think maybe J- Williamson. 
it was gonna be it? it was gonna be co-written by Williamson and Tom King, and then Tom King said he had something came up that he had to work on, mm-hmm. so he couldn't do it. So he they co plotted it, uh-huh. but Williamson wrote the whole thing. So whether it be Tom King or DC, this book has been a mess. Yeah, and that whole Tom King got something else to do. So hey, I'll help you plot it, mm-hmm. but you write it. That sounds like code for like. Uh, yeah, you got this, dog. Yeah, you know, I want to do it. Take my notes because mm-hmm. we already started this, but I'm not feeling it. Yeah. You go do whatever. That's and look, I don't. I know a lot of people love Tom King. I don't think he's a bad writer. I just don't kneel at the feet of him like so many people seem to have done after his work on. Um, Vision, Vision and, and then Mr. Mr. Miracle. Uh, I like Mr. Miracle. I thought it was kind of original. I haven't read the Vision, but everybody tells me it was all that. And people who whose opinion I respect, so I'll give it. You know, take that for what for what it's worth. But I just don't think much of his writing. The War of Joke and Riddles I thought was interesting, but it was like, okay, so what? It's a flashback Riddler Joker story. Okay, I've seen a th- ton of them. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think it was stand I don't think he stands out as like the pantheon of of writing right now. So I still liked um Scott Snyder's. But even you, that took a dive. You know what Scott Snyder I, I've reread his his run. Doesn't read That's how that I great. felt too. I tried really? rereading it and yeah. it was well, but I haven't also, reread it, so at maybe this that's point, the key. I might just be over Scott Snyder. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe at the time I would have liked it, but now, like, secret mysteries and stuff like annoy me with with Scott mm-hmm. Snyder. So, like, reading Court of Owls now is like this is just old hat for Scott Snyder. I see. Yeah, yeah, because I I knew of Scott Snyder, but I honestly hadn't read a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So reading the Court of Owls was which interesting to me. But just like you just said, Brandon, I've talked to a bunch of people who said like this is like this is typical. Scott Snyder bringing like this old organization or something from the past gotcha. and all that type of stuff. I was like, uh, okay, all right. I mean, so I'm I'm in a Tom King gets off. Okay, bye. Yeah, on to the next one. Yeah. Well, we have an email. Oh, we do. We have an email. Who from JD? Chris Chris Saint Saucy Sweet Dreams. Oh, good. It's called Meet My New Best Friend. Oh yes. What's up, y'all? I met Randy. He gave me a big old bear hug before his show and then proceeded to blow my mind with the rest of the Gangsta Grass crew. I didn't get to take the triple oath. I wanted to do a video of me taking it, but the timing just didn't seem right. Maybe next time he is in town, we can hang out outside of the concert at a comic shop or something. Or maybe I'll surprise you all and just show up one Wednesday during a gutter talk. <laughs> as for my top five endgame moments, you all pretty much named the best ones. Hail Hydra as a FU to the anti-Snyders and a way to subvert our expectations of how Cap would get the scepter. Uh, oh, Zack Snyder, anti-Zack Snyder. Thor dual-wielding Mjolnir and Stormbreaker and then Cap wielding Mjolnir and then Thor being petty about which one he got to carry. <laughs> Hey, Peter Parker, you got something for me? Which I started a shitstorm about on Twitter when someone said that all of the women in that subsequent scene were Peter's mothers, and I jokingly replied that Carol was his girlfriend. I got a bunch of response telling me I need to get help or that I belonged in jail. People take things way too seriously. I just thought she had a really flirty tone in that scene, like a girl flirting with her best friend's little brother. The callbacks to On Your Left and... Okay. The callbacks to On Your Left and whatever the other callback was that is escaping my brain at the moment. I'm sure I have one more, but I can't think of it right now. Chris St. Saucy Sweet Dreams. And then he he included a little picture of him and our son, the voice of reason, hanging out. Yes, that's So that's that. cool. I'm glad you got to meet Randy. He's great. I haven't seen Randy in a minute. Yeah, I know. He's actually going to be back uh, he's back in town this week, so he'll be on Black Tribbles this Thursday. Noise. So that's nice. And it was actually kind of cool to see uh, Christopher. He is a very, uh, he's a bearish looking gentleman, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. yeah. You should see the, the shirtless um, picture that he sent to Mark underscore L underscore Miller. Oh, uh, I'm 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 I think I'm fine. You good? With <laughs> you know what, um, Christopher, uh, you can email Len at no. blacktribbles at gmail Don't feel like you must. <laughs> uh, let's see. So there's that. I don't think there's anything to respond to other than like meeting Randy and then here's his top five. Yeah. Um, well, did you guys think the Captain Marvel thing was flirtatious? 
I didn't think it was flirtatious, but I can see the tone being misconstrued as flirtatious. Yeah, me too. I didn't see it as flirtatious. I thought it was just, you know, it almost came across. I guess maybe maybe it was a little flirtatious because yeah, there so. was a part of it that that sounded like your big sister's hot friend kind of talking to her, uh, the little brother. Yeah. So I guess there was a little flirtation. I could see it. I could see yeah, it. Yeah. I don't know. Well well played, uh, Brie Larson. It didn't occur to me in the moment that she was flirting with him, if, if that answers the question. Right. I wasn't see, like, ooh, she wants to... See, but I don't think she was flirting. Right. I think, but there was a flirtatious na- nature. Yeah. Like, a, but I, yeah. like, there's, like, she wasn't coming on. That was my favorite delivery, favorite line delivery of that film. I don't know why. I swear to God, it keeps sticking with me. Every time someone really? brings up Endgame... I, oh, hey, Peter Parker, you got something for me? There's just something about the way she delivers that line mm-hmm. and the look on her face mm-hmm. and the, the moment that she shows up to help that I'm just like, ooh, I love it. I don't know why. What makes it even funnier is that she filmed that before the movie, before oh, Captain Marvel. Oh, I know. Because uh, all of the sad boys were real mad. Um, like, oh, look, there's a blah, blah, blah. And like, no, she already did all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, Oh, now and the other people who were like, oh, well, there's a man directing it, so now she has to wear makeup and have her hair done. But those are all her choices mm-hmm. before even doing Captain Marvel the movie. So I think there are people on both sides of that argument who I was just like, come on, guys. She she did this before Captain Marvel. Relax. What about Robert Pattinson? Or did you guys want to talk oh, about that? Oh, great. Yes. Awesome. Good I point. We did talk about that. So we did not. Oh, okay. It, it just dropped the other day, and I don't even think it's a real thing yet. Yeah, I think it's not. He's in conversation with. He and Beast are on the short list. Yeah, Nicholas Holt. Oh, I like him. I don't. Really? N- not for Batman. Oh, no. I just like him as an actor. Okay, so let's start at the beginning. Robert Pattinson, the actor most well known for his role in the Twilight films mm-hmm. as the sparkly vampire guy whose name I don't remember. Johnny Twilight. Edward Cullen. Edward Cullen, thank you. A.K.A. Johnny Twilight. Right. He um, is in talks with Warner Brothers to play Batman in the upcoming Batman reboot. Right, by Matt Vaughn, the Batman. And the internet lost its GD mind, Leonard. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, my personal view is ever since Heath Ledger, where I was... So, 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 so wrong when I poo-pooed his casting. Mm-hmm. I have learned not to care. Uh, well, I'll see how, the, how, it, how it shakes out, but I'm not going to make any prejudgments right. on an actor's ability because of a mo- the only movie I've seen him in. Exactly. So I've only seen the Twilight films where he's not given anything to do except be creepy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have a, a whole... Because of this conversation, a whole birth of friends have come out being like, oh, no, you should see this movie and this movie and this movie. He's yeah. doing this. So apparently he's got the chops. I just haven't seen him yet. Mm-hmm. So who am I? I'm not going to. And the other thing is that the Twilight films, you have to remember, I don't think they're 10 years old, but they got age on them. Mm-hmm. They're a while ago. You know what I mean? And the thing that I respect uh, is that he himself, the actor, was shitting on those movies back then. Yeah. he kind of like, I was like, I was kind of impressed. I was like, your movie just came out. You know what it was doing? And you're, you're shitting on it. He knew, Good I for mean, you. He knew, he knew what he was doing. So, um, And, you know, it's hard for people to imagine. But back in 19, and this probably would have been 80, probably actually about eight, 1987. I know where you're going. When Michael Keaton mm-hmm. was cast. Do you mean Mr. Mom? Mr. Mom. Gung-ho? Gung-ho. Beetlejuice himself <laughs> was cast as Batman. Ugh. If there had been an internet at that time, it would have exploded yeah. and be no more. Mm-hmm. Because the world turned on its axis and said, what, what, what? Mm-hmm. Nobody was feeling Michael Keaton as Batman. And so other people have brought that up. I've seen online there comments like, thank God we didn't have the internet yes. back when Michael Keaton was cast as Batman. But then other people, I, I, I don't know if it was published in a magazine or where, but people had started petitions 
without the internet mm-hmm. to get him taken off. Oh, because that was the only thing you had at that mm-hmm. time. All you had was just writing letters and yeah. furiously writing letters after letters after letters after letters after letters about how Michael Keaton should not play Batman. See how that played out. Um, Michael Keaton probably, along with Christian Bale, to, to give him some respect, do, is considered, you know, two of the, one of the two or three best people to play Batman because right. everybody grandfathers Adam West. Oh, of course. You know of what course. I mean? So uh, so think about that. And if you want to go by the experience of an actor, outside of falling out of a car and dying and nobody even remembering her, how much did people know about Gal Gadot oh. before she was cast as Wonder Woman? She, and I'm talking about when she was in, and you didn't even realize it because you didn't watch them, though, the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, no idea. She was in Fast and Furious 5. Yeah. Well, people, she, she people are upset about it. that, too. But she dies because in the she movie. didn't have the right look. She, she, well, yes, people didn't like, think she had the right looks. They didn't think she had the chops because, mm-hmm. to be fair, she didn't have to show but so much chops in the Fast and Furious movies. Mm-hmm. And look what she's done. Yep. You know what I mean? You talked about Heath Heath Ledger, Robert Downey Jr., great actor, but because of his background, people Mm. were iffy on him as Iron Man. People were also iffy on Chris Evans as Captain America. Right. I was one of the only thing you knew about him was a smart ass Johnny Storm from some two horrible Fantastic Four movies. Where maybe he was the best actor in there, but that still wasn't saying a whole lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm willing to give Robert Pattinson, who, on look, looks like he might be able to pull it off. Yeah, you beef him up a bit. Yeah, so yeah, I'm he's got to, the face. He certainly has a face. He's got Bruce has Wayne the face. Chin. He's yeah, got the chin that would look good depending on what the costume looks like. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to give him a benefit of a doubt. I, I will say, as before we move on, and before I ask Brandon a question, um, I miss Ben Affleck as Batman. I thought he was surprisingly good. As Batman and Bruce Wayne, I thought he I was think he solid. was. He just wasn't giving good, a whole lot of good stuff. It's to do. you know I feel the same way about uh, Superman. Oh, uh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill, or whatever you say his name. Yeah, I thought if he was in a better Superman movie, he was a fine Superman. Mm-hmm. If he was allowed to smile, he could have yeah. been. Like been Henry that. Cavill, I would have been curious. Well, it wasn't that great of a movie, but I would have been curious to see Henry Cavill in Superman Returns because mm-hmm. I didn't like Brandon Routh. Yeah, he did a good Christopher Reeve. Yeah, but he looked too much like Superboy. Yeah, he was, he was too boyish. Brandon, what did you think of this news? I mean, I'm excited for it. I uh, he are, was you, also, are you a Twilight fan? Well, I did read the Were books. Were you a Twilight fan? No. I, I read the books, but I sort of like grumpily read them. And I no, I liked them at the time, grumpily. but I was never like a super big fan. Uh-huh. And like by the time the first movie came out, I was like, these are dumb. But I, I liked. I, I, I mean, I watched them all because I, once I read the books, I wanted to see the adaptations. Mm-hmm. And also, he was in Harry Potter in the fourth yes. movie. Yes, Diggory. Yep. I keep forgetting that. Yeah, that was actually part of why I read it because like, I heard Cedric huh. Diggory was going to be in the movie, so I read the books. So I, I've always liked Robert Pattinson. I've seen other interviews and stuff with him in it. So I like him, so I'm excited for it. Is he American? No. He's got an accent. He's, yeah. Was he just British? Or? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. You can always tell because J.K. Rowling didn't let anyone do fake accents in Harry Potter. So everyone... Is British in Harry Potter? She I in. did not know that. Yeah, she was adamant about that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Man, that woman's getting a lot of flack these days, eh? Because um, she keeps retroactively mm. making decisions about characters. Um, okay, so that's mm-hmm. that question. Was there another question? Mm, no, not really. You said you brought questions. I meant I brought Wen questions. Wen told me to bring him questions for a different show. I didn't mean this show. Okay. I, I don't know. I don't have any. I didn't write them down. Okay. I can come up with some if you want. Well, let's talk about what another thing before we get because we have some reviews that we have to do for you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. But before we do that, let's talk about what's been on everybody's lips for the last few days, which is the series finale of Game of Thrones. Oh. Dun, 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 yes. dun, 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 Which we did talk about. So it's fair that we talk about it now that it has come to an end. Mm-hmm. Brandon, did you watch the series finale of... There was a water bottle, guys. Oh, my God. (laughs) (sighs) What? There was a... Did you not know this? No. You know how there was a Starbucks cup two episodes ago? Yeah. There was right by Sam Samwell Tarly's in the council scene. You see about this much, because his foot's right in front of it, of of a water bottle. 
a modern, obviously modern, water bottle. Plastic. Are we sure it was a water bottle? That's, yeah. It's very clearly like, wow. like a Dasani water no, bottle I was something. not, I, I'm not even, oh, so what, uh, I was not even, I, I was not aware of this. It's been all over the place. But... This who, is cares? It, it, who, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? However, however, though, let's be fair. Let's be honest. Uh-huh. These two things happening yeah. are indicative of people's overall feelings. Yes, about of their feelings. Yes, I think you're going to say something else. Yeah. I agree that it's indicative, it's indicative of, of their, their feelings. feelings about this season. Yes. They took their eye off the ball. Yeah. You know? Um, and uh, And I really think they did with this with this ending even though i was listening to um pop culture happy hour and i forget the the person that that referenced this but this is on npr right right yeah but they did point out that one of the things you have to remember is that season seven and season eight were originally going to be one 13 episode season and that somewhere along the lines, the hmm. producers and HBO more or less agreed to split them, to split the the season right. into two. Right, I do kind of remember that. And they they're feeling that the the storytelling, as far as the stories that's developed for those thirteen episodes, they didn't change them to reflect that this is going to be two separate seasons. Right. So season eight is really supposed to be kind of like coming off the end of season seven um and because it's not it feels like it's rushed right so so they they played that part and oh my god people y'all have too much time right he's he's looking at the the picture looking at the picture of the of the the water bottle which I, i i guarantee is probably on the screen for a blip of a second yep People have too much goddamn time yeah. on their hands. Now, Brandon, it looked like you were shaking your head as he was saying I, about the seasons. I feel that that doesn't make it better because I feel like the problem, I do think it was rushed, but I don't think m- making them one season would fix it. I feel like they needed more episodes overall. Yes. Oh, no, that's I don't agree that it would fix it, but I just think it's it's something as far as to the pacing of the, of the episodes. Somebody was saying to keep that in mind. I was like, all right, that's a fair point. And was it you who also said, I forget, uh, that there's no B plot. That's why it feels so. Everything's happening so quickly because there's no B plot of uh, this other character doing this other stuff in another part of town. I didn't say that, but I could certainly, I could co-sign with that. Especially yeah, once the Night was. King is dead. Because yeah. Once the Night King is dead, everything is just is all a plot. Is all a plot. Yeah, because before uh, all the seasons have dealt with like this is happening here, this mm-hmm. is happening over here, this is happening here. Uh, really, the only the only B plot is. Uh, is is Cersei still staring out a window? Cool. All right. Next. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That woman. Side note. That woman got a million dollars an episode to stare out those windows. And, and like, part of me is like, yeah, good for you. But I wonder how much the other actors who were doing a whole whole lot more were making, like Sansa, maybe, or you know, other actors who were actually engaging other characters besides mm-hmm. just sipping wine and looking out the window. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, all right, get that money. Our, they don't have our agent. Um, so, overall, okay. Brandon, did you, you, you've you watched the whole thing? Yes. We've all seen everything? Yes. Who wants to go first? Well, you, you look like you were going to Brandon. Okay. I mean, I, I liked it. I didn't like this season, but I felt based on where, based on everything that happened up to this point, this was the best ending we could have gotten. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like it. Okay. The best ending we could have gotten given the episodes, or if we were given more episodes, yeah, given everything, we have we, a better ending. Given like season seven and eight and what we got, this is the best we could have gotten. And okay. I feel like the endings make sense. I just yeah. feel like they, it felt, it did feel rushed and it felt like unearned because of the, the rushed nature of the season. I didn't like it. Um, and I've been thinking about it for the past couple of days. We did a Throne of Tribbles about it, and I was kind of ambivalent on that. Um, but that we did it like right after the show, so it's very much a hot take. Hot. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but I land on I just don't like it, man. I just I just feel I f- it felt like so anticlimactic. I mean, yes, are there fun moments? Once Daenerys dies, then everything else is basically just like wrapping up yeah you know what i mean so um and within that are there some some fun moments of course 
but overall, I mean, like just so, it, like so much of the, so much of the air is sucked out of the show by her death, which I don't think, while nicest, still felt very anticlimactic to oh, me. Oh man, really? It just didn't really hit me. I um, love that minute. I love that moment. I see, on. I didn't. I, I it just didn't hit me. I liked the afterthought. You know what happens afterwards. You know Drogon, like you know nuzzling at his mom and him melting the throne and flying off with her. Beautiful moment. There actually was a a, a moment as John is walking up to go see her, and you see the pile of snow move. Yo, and it's Drogon. Nobody. I've heard nobody talk about that scene. That scene was breathtaking. Yeah, yeah. That was some imagery, some special effects, like to du jour. Those there's two moments. I'm sure you know what the other one is now. That moment where mm-hmm. he's covered in the ash. Well, first of all, just the ash throughout the whole well, yeah, it's episode. Ash. I'm calling it snow. I forgot. It's all it's ash. ash. That's it all looks, murder. You know, it that, looks like snow. It looks. Like, I think it may be well, a combination of Well, they were making it fall like snow. But I think but it's ash mostly. That yeah. is for sure uh, people bits. Right, right. Uh, floating in the air. And um, so that he's the, the Drogon under the, under the ash and then where Daenerys is walking, you're coming up the steps, mm-hmm. and she's walking towards the crowd and the, the dro- wings. Yeah, he boy. Fl- yeah, talk about uh, imagery. Yeah, but but even but even then, that scene, like if I didn't think, you know, which I did think, like the whole switch to Mad Queen was abrupt. W- abrupt. I think that's that scene when she comes up and basically turns turns to hitler i'm like yo this i i'm, I'm just not feeling really i'm not feeling oh man I, Wait, I, I what do you mean you aren't feeling it like, like because i don't i i you don't buy her as i that? don't i don't buy her going that hard into like now we're just going to like like basically be a tyrant and just yeah. like take over the whole world i i just i didn't i didn't buy it and i and i didn't I understand that's where they were trying to build up to. I still think that's doing the the, the character a huge disservice yeah. um, based on how the, she has been written before. I think the, a lot of characters, as I've been reminded over the past couple of days, a lot of stories have been like mishandled. Really, just not handled well. Like even like the whole Night King. I started thinking about like the whole mythology of the of of the whites and everything like that. And how much you really don't still know about it. Mm-hmm. And um, John knows everything. Yeah, His whole like, character. It, yeah, like everything. It's, it's the, the last couple of seasons, man. It's just really been really sloppy storytelling. And at the end of the day, I think this was just a big. All right, let's just get out of here and cut our losses. I get everybody who's saying that to a degree. I think there's some people out there who are like, there's like a million people who signed a petition to redo season eight with new writers, with competent writers, I think it says. Get the fuck. No, stop it. Um, I get people thinking that uh, things are mishandled and, and went too quickly. I agree that it went too quickly. If we had another season and still wound up with the same beats mm-hmm. and the same ending, I would feel more fulfilled because I'd have more time to get to where we're going, right? Mm-hmm. Or two full seasons, even. Instead Great, of, sure, sure. Yeah. Keep it going as long as you want. Honestly, I was enjoying the hell out of the show. As long, So I, my problems are not with where we end up. And I think it's just how we get there too quickly. We jump from, like, A to Z real quick. Yeah. Um, but I'm not upset with any of the decisions made for the characters, where they end up. People are upset that, you know, Jamie Lannister went back to his sister and you know, quote unquote, undid his entire character arc, which I wholly disagree with. I think that you can have a character arc and then still go to try and save your sister. Mm-hmm. I don't think going to save your sister undoes any morality that you may have learned or gained in the in the in the preceding time, right? Yeah, I'm fine with his arc. Yeah, um, uh, I was I was happy that. Uh, let me say this: it was happier than I anticipated. I had a lot of good feelings watching the show. Like, oh, I'm getting things I'm enjoying. I didn't expect that. I figured it would just be a bunch of like sad. Everyone's mm-hmm. murdered. Um, so I was having a much better reaction to it than I thought I was going to. But yeah, I, I guess that's where I'm at. I would have liked more of it, but I'm happy with what I have. I don't know. I, I didn't like, like I like Tyrion, but like I don't know how you get let out of jail and you still get to be able to hold court and everybody's got to listen to you. Mm-hmm. And especially considering that you have bungled things for like the last 
at least two seasons mm-hmm. and and they still listening to you and then you're going to come up with you know who of us has the best story mm-hmm. and you go brand the broken mm-hmm. as he sits there in between his uh Arya who literally went from a little girl to the country's best assassin mm-hmm. and Sansa who has dealt with nothing but the decimation of mm. her family and everything else that has been done to her uh, personally and physically and spiritually and emotionally and is, and is there sitting there commanding men to sit the fuck that down. That was awesome. And you want, be, you want awesome. to say that their stories, just those two alone, are not better stories than yeah, Brand the Broken? I don't agree that... Here, I did bro. not... I think he does actually say who has a better story than Brand the Broken. That's what he says. Well, I don't buy that line at all. But he what didn't, I, sorry. What I do think is that he is the keeper of the stories. Brand. Brand is the keeper of and the that's stories. Fine. He has all of the stories. That's fine. If you He's if got you, the knowledge base. And if you use that as your yeah. reasoning for him getting the getting the crown, yeah. still don't make any sense, but I'm fine with that. But that's not what he said. Yeah, I don't buy the he has the best story. I, I think, think he has access he to all that he has the best story or that he has that he has that he has all the stories. He has all the stories. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not what he says. Yeah, and that's not even how he spells it out. Just bad writing. Because he spells it out by talking about all the things that he went through. So he's not saying about that he's the keeper of the stories. I mean, yes, he does he, say he is the he, keeper of the stories. He is the keeper of the stories, but that's not what he's talking about right. when he says who has the best story. That is exactly not what he's talking well, you know about. How he when spells you're having, it out. You know, you know you're having an argument with somebody, and then you walk away a couple minutes later, and you're like, ah, I know what I should have said. I said that wrong. That's probably what he did after that. He like walked away. He's like, ah, that's not how I meant it. <laughs> and because he's Tyrion, they would have said, oh, well, Tyrion's got more to say. Let me sit down. Because he's Tyrion, who's still going to be the hand. Get the hell out of here. I and loved then, it. And then, excuse me. You're excused. <laughs> did not Daenerys not only decimate King's Landing, but did she not also decimate the Red Keep? And is not the Red Keep the castle? Uh, most of it, yeah. Why? So then how... Within, and I, I understand there's time jumps, but how? Months. I think it was what, months, right? Apparently, it's years because the in, damn near the entire castle is rebuilt. What? In Do the they show the scene, castle? No, he means the council scene doesn't look. The council room doesn't look messed up. So he's oh. saying technically it looks like they must have rebuilt the whole castle. I figure they just moved all the. They 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 broomed. Well, no, they actually, got a big broom. And he they is just... right because I think that scene they do pan over to the, uh, I think they pan over to the map, so that room is right next to the map room, and we that saw map how, room was we saw up. how messed up. Yeah, so yeah. It, yeah. I don't know. I, I forgot, right. guys. I wanted to introduce myself as Brand the Broken. That's where I'm gonna. Ah, uh, Brandon. By now. Brandon Jackson Shorts the Broken. <laughs> yeah. There's there's been some real good memes though. There's been some awesome memes about. Uh, Brand Brand, the Broken? Nah, Brand is fine. (laughs) Brand wheelie wheelie, legs no no feely. Well, Um, as Brand said, as Brand said, why do you think I came here? That's that's another thing. I saw this coming. That leads to at least some fun theories. People are like, well, maybe he knew everything. Like, maybe he manipulated some things to make. He did the Doctor Strange finger point. Uh, Right? Doctor Strange in Endgame? Yeah. He knew everything that was going to happen. I don't happen. see one way this plays out. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and I'll see y'all there. And I really think he deserves the he deserves it because he doesn't want it. I think he honestly does not want it. But neither did John. Yeah, he yeah. kept telling you. That's all he said. He yeah. wouldn't. And Brad was basically saying, not only do I not want it, I'm not one of you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the three-eyed raven. Yeah. All right, well. But um, he, he, short look, he, he got clean, though. He got hey, clean. He got clean. Sansa. <laughs> Sansa. Well, Sansa. Like, Wearing that. She got the black with like the gold whatnots hanging like, back. Mm. Like, like Eric said on Throne of Triples, she had that made like season two. She was ready. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? She was just waiting. Oh, I can me. finally put on my sexy outfit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So she, she was ready. She was ready. That crown was sitting, sitting on like one day. And here's the thing. Uh, something else occurred to me, um, which we're going to move on to in a second. I've been watching a show called Fleabag. Oh, yes, on uh, Hulu, right? Yeah, uh, by... Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Who, uh, 
has created a show about it was just based on her play i believe it was i'm not sure if it was a one woman play or what but it was like a, a play she had written and they made a show out of it and it's so good it's so charming and funny and dark it's very very dark but it's also just sprinkled with hilarity um and I told Sushan, as we were watching season two this past week, I had more of an emotional response watching Fleabag, the only six episodes, than I have probably the entirety of Game of Thrones. Oh, really? So the the reason I may have, I may be easier on this show than everyone else who seems to be real riled up, I don't have that much of an emotional connection to it. Okay. I don't care about uh, fantasy. I don't care about dragons and magic and all that. It's, that's not my genre. Gotcha. Um, so the fact that it exists in this place doesn't speak to me. Um, uh, but I really enjoyed how the show purposely does not give me what I think it's going to give me. Mm-hmm. So when it turns on its ear and it makes a, a right when you think it's going to make a left... That's those are the moments where I'm like, yeah, awesome. I'm glad you surprised me. So when people are upset that they're making a right, I'm going, yeah, they made a right. I was expecting this left over here and they made a right. I'm enjoying this because it keeps me guessing. Mm-hmm. So uh, I may be enjoying it on a on a level that's just that because I, I don't think I've ever. I'm a, you know me. I'm a crier. If something sad happens, I'll be and nothing in the show really got me as, that I remember, um, except for when I was reading the book, audiobook. And I was listening to the Red Wedding while I was searching at Target. I was shopping. I was crying, but I don't think I've ever cried during that show. So, oh, wow. yeah, I don't. I don't actually think I've cried during the show, but I have been emotionally uh, caught up in, in the show. Yeah, um, I I got involved. I like the I like the political in, intrigue of mm-hmm. it. Uh, I liked root, the the rooting factions, you know, yeah. Lannisters versus the Starks. I did some know. hooting and hollering. Yeah. What was her name? Tyrell? What was the old woman's Elena name? Elena Tyrell. Yo. Oh, yeah. I hooted and hollered at that lady all day long. Yeah. I, every line she spit, I was like, this woman's amazing. She is amazing. It, it still boggles my mind. That is Diana Riggs. The original, the original Emma Peel from oh, the British no kidding. spy series. I knew of the she 60s, was somebody. Avengers. I knew she was somebody because there's no way that there's a woman that age with doing that work uh, and not from something previously. Mm, you know? Yeah. Uh, you, she didn't just start acting. Is uh, what I'm saying. She, oh yeah. I mean, she didn't start acting. I mean, she's a f- phenomenal actress. To me, she's the best Bond girl. She was just in the worst Bond movie. Which one's the worst Bond movie? Because there's a bunch of bad ones. For Her for her Majesty's Secret Service. That's uh, the one with George Lanzenby. <laughs> what? Yeah. The, George Lanzenby? He was played, he 007? He was 007. He played 007. Uh, it was when Sean Connery ducked out for one movie. Huh. Well, basically said, I'm not coming back. So they cast George Lanzenby. He did it. And the movie is actually not a bad movie, uh-huh. but he's just a horrible Bond. James Bond. I see. Um... And they kind of wanted him, they were willing to bring him back. But Sean said, all right, if y'all do X, Y, and Z, I'll mm. do it. And they was like, okay, Sean. Yeah, here's yeah. X, Y, and Z. Here you go. Enjoy it. Um, so yeah, anyway, Game of Thrones, it's over. We can stop talking about it. Wait, real quick though, mm-hmm. before we stop talking about it. Yeah. Now, having seen it, how are you, what are you guys, what are your thoughts on their Star Wars stuff? Are you excited? Are you less excited? I'm in excited? the same spot that I was about uh, the Batman conversation we just had. I'm fine with it. I don't care. Well, I'm going to see how it goes. I, I have no say in whether or not they're going to make these Star Wars movies. I'll watch them, and then I'll have an opinion about them. As long as they don't direct them, I'll, I'll Aren't check they? it out. No, I, they're writing it. Oh, I don't believe they're directing ooh, it. Ooh. I don't believe they're, they're, they're Isn't that the biggest problem of Game of Thrones right now? Is that the writing? Yeah, but, but as has been... Uh, put out there or suggested, people think that they're more plot-driven as far as writers uh-huh. as opposed to character-driven, which is definitely, mm-hmm. you know, George Martin's bag. Yeah. And I think that lends itself to, if not necessarily the whole Star Wars thing, because they're, I think they're going to be doing something with totally new characters, mm-hmm. but it lends itself to movies. Yeah. More than a television Oh, I guess you All right. I think I'm cautiously op- optimistic for two reasons. One, they have done good character stuff in the past 
speaking i someone pointed out um all those scenes in season like one and two between varus and littlefinger those were not in the books. That was all them. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's so it shows that like at times they can do really great like character moments. So I'm excited for that, and also the fact that like it's going to be a Star Wars series with like one singular direction, because this the movies we have now, which is still weird to me, like the the creators don't like talk. They feel piecemeal. Yeah, because the creators just make up their own movie without yeah. talking beforehand, and so it yeah. So yeah. this will be one senior direction for an entire series. Cohesive. Of- yeah, I get yeah. it. Um, we'll see, man. I haven't seen anything about it. I don't know anything about it. It's not going to be a Skywalker tale. It's going to be a whole different thing. So I'll wait to see. Um, so it's- Fleabag is awesome. If you guys haven't seen Fleabag, I 100% recommend it. It's hard for a character, for writers to get it correct when um, they break the fourth wall, a character breaks the fourth wall. And she has one foot out of the of the fourth wall the entire time. Okay. She will be having a conversation with somebody and in between will actually literally address the audience like like breakneck pace. It's really it's really interesting to watch. Um I highly recommend that. more shows than not have done that of recent. Done it well? Yeah. Um, like House of Cards did that. Oh I don't watch it. In its first few years. Um and uh Master of None. He broke the fourth wall a couple of times. I, I seem to remember. What? I thought he talked to us a couple of times. Does he? Yeah, I, th- I, I don't remember that. That was a great show, though. Oh yeah, like I don't remember him breaking the fourth wall. But... I thought he did, but maybe I'm misremembering. But I, I've I've seen it done like a few okay. times before. But anyway, she's great at it. And now I'm watching her other show, Killing Eve, with Sandra Oh. That's real, I love real Sandra good. Oh. And um, I also just finished a show called Dead to Me. Oh yeah, is that the Christina Applegate? Yeah, Christina Applegate and. Oh, Fudge Buckets. Uh, I'm not aware of her work. Diana Fudge Buckets? You don't know her? <laughs> no, um, sorry. Linda Cardellini. Oh, yes. yes. Linda Cardellini and Christina Applegate, their relationship in the show is so charming and so fun to watch. It's this weird thing where it's... I don't want to spoil it. Don't spoil it. It's. It starts off as one genre... And it plays with a bunch of different genres within the show. And for what I understand, the show is actually only a half hour long. Yes. Each of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yet it plays, is it play more as, as a as a dramedy? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm interested to check it out. I just actually just finished a binge of my own. Uh-huh. Which will make a few of my Black Tribble fans and, and family members happy. I just finished a binge of my hero academia oh and it's a show that's the one with the with the boy who cries every episode right yeah he's, he's it's it's a it's a bit much yeah he's a whiny bitch um and he he stays that through about 75 episodes but but i will also say it's a show that grew on me heartwarming uh, at times it's heartwarming. I guess at times. There, there are a couple of characters that kind of grew on me. There's this one chick. I think her superhero name is called Uravity. She can, like, t- uh, uh, take away people's... Um, gravity. Gravity. Makes sense. Floating. Yeah, I saw that coming. So, so she kind of, like, grows on me a little bit. And there's this one dude who's, like, like just full of rage, uh, Bakuko. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just, like, really mad angry. But there's, there's a lot more layers to him mm-hmm. than you first realize. Right, right. So it's a it's a show that grew on me despite its lead character. Its lead character really annoyed me and it was uh trouble sitting through. Yeah, that's uh, I've enjoyed a couple episodes of that show and uh I I saw the the crying thing happening a bunch. Um and I, I'm there's not a toxic masculinity thing we're discussing here. Not it's just, at all. It's just it's annoying it, because yeah. it becomes crying about the same thing over and like over and over. Yeah. Episode. So um, I was kind of hoping they would get away from it, but you've already watched how many episodes? I've watched seventy-five. And does he? Does no, he, he oh. cries. Okay. He cries. He whines. He breaks his fingers. He breaks his arms. He breaks his toes. Those are awesome moments, though. Yeah. Uh, the animation's real nice. The animation is incredible, but he cries all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always about the same damn thing. And it's annoying. Yeah. It really gets very annoying. Speaking of anime and catching up on anime, 
<laughs> yes. Let's dip way back into the way back. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, I have been told by scores of people that I need to watch um, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. I've never seen Cowboy Bebop. Yes, you've uh, been people... told this for the last 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I just, for some reason, I just never did it. And I was cat sitting. I was I was uh, cat sitting for my for Noel from Spoiler Alert. Mm-hmm. We all know Noel and uh, Cooper. Cooper is the cat, and we were we would go over there at night and we would watch Dead to Me in their apartment, and we would cuddle with the cat just so he wasn't alone. Real nice. And uh, I saw he's. He's got a bunch of, like, all the DVDs and the CDs and everything. So I started looking through that. Because that's the first thing I ever look at when I go in your house. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. what's all your nerd shit? Let me see your nerd shit. Yeah, while, your, while your wife is in everybody's medicine cabinet. Yeah, go yeah. Um, medicine cabinet. That's what people do. Oh. And um, I saw that he had the entire box set of Cowboy Bebop. And mm. I said, you know what? I'm just going to take one of these. I took I took the disc. I'm just going to abscond with yeah, this. Yeah, we're, we're that kind of friend. Like, if he came to my place and he was like, oh, I took this, I'd be like, all right, it's fine. Um, and uh, I, I took it home to go watch it, and then I realized it was on Hulu. <laughs> so I didn't even need to steal the, the, the DVD. So I've been watching it, and because of the way seasons work, the way I'm used to seasons working right now, 10 to 13 episodes, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, so I guess it's, oh, it's only one one show? It's only one season? That's weird. It's I guess it's beloved. I mean, there's only like what 12, 13 episodes, fifty-two episodes. Yes, that's right. That's right. In one season yes. of this animated show, ridiculous. Yes. But um, I am enjoying it. I will say that it is a very much a dude show. Yes. Which is fine. Well, it's from nineteen ninety. Yeah. Um, Different era. It's very much like I'm a cool guy and I smoke a cigarette while doing kung fu and shooting stuff, um, kind of show. But I'm enjoying it. I think it's 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 a lot of fun, and uh, I like the woman in the show who shows up. Yeah, I can't remember. I her can't name. remember her it's name. All so I'm, is it Faye? Faye. Yeah. Yeah, Faye. Um, so I have been googling Faye cosplayers because that's an interesting outfit. It's too late. And um, yeah, what's the other guy's name with the big beard and the bald? No, I've never the... seen the show. Oh, you've never. You know what, Brandon? You should watch Cowboy Bebop. I'll watch it when you watch Doctor Who. I've watched Doctor Who. I'll watch you, need when watch, you watch. You need to watch five episodes of Cowboy Bebop. I'll watch to catch five up. episodes of Cowboy Bebop when you watch five episodes of Series Five of Doctor. See, <laughs> what? Listen, I didn't recommend it. You brought it up. No, you counted. You literally just brought what up Doctor you, Who. What would you like me to do? Watch no. Cowboy Bebop. Okay, you watch Doctor Who. He's tried I, it already. You've never I've watched done Cowboy my Bebop. Work. That's not fair. It's not the same thing. Also, Brandon, let me ask you this question. <laughs> Let's say, for the sake of argument, I watch every single episode of Doctor Who and I get to the end and I go still don't like it yeah what then I would never bring it up again (laughs) (laughs) until that happens yeah I will bring it up every day Botch Bodies is a show that is on Netflix it's a British show but it's like a British reality show Mm -hmm. about botched um, surgeries uh, uh, surgeries and stuff you talked about it last week, and I got. Oh, did you actually talk about it on the show? Mm-hmm. I Whoops. fell. I fell into a, 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 a hole. A hole with that man, man. But there's one episode, episode six. If this is not a warning to everyone about getting bad plastic surgery, I do not know what. There's this black woman on episode six, who, and she's and like you. A lot of these shows, a lot of these episodes are like younger people maybe like in their their 20s something like that and for whatever reason lack of self-esteem they feel like you know they need stuff in their cheeks or they need to get some fat sucked out but this woman looks like she's probably in her mid-30s successful woman has her own beauty salon living her life but for whatever reason she tells herself that she's not happy with her butt so she goes and gets injections in her butt, uh-huh. right? Without giving away the entire story, because it it's a story you need to hear. The, the injections in her butt lead to her losing her hands and her feet. Oh, my God. Right? Oh, my God. Right? Oh, my God. That is a How cautionary you... tale for life. I didn't, this is not where I saw this story No, but You would never think that's where it's going. First of all, you would never think that it's a black woman who's not happy with her butt. Uh-huh. 
and then well, she wanted more butt. She wanted she wanted more butt. Yeah, yeah. I, or, I guess, yeah. or maybe it wasn't round enough. I don't even. Then we even get into that. But then you don't think that there is any type of connection outside of being on your person from your butt to your, you, hands, and your hands and your feet. But when you see her, see her and hear her story, dude, it will it will rock you on your on your. Uh, I was done. I am never gonna watch that. And that I sounds, can't get anybody to watch it. That sounds horrible. I wonder why. <laughs> I can't get anybody, because I think I think I think people should learn. I, I mean, I'm not gonna get. I already know the yeah, lesson. I just don't want to watch. You don't know. The- I've already learned the lesson not to get plastic <laughs> surgery. It was not on my to-do list. <laughs> Hands and feet. No, that's awful. And I love it because it's British. Mm-hmm. Well, I do like British uh, reality shows much better than I like. American reality show. Well, the reason why I love it is it's probably for the same reason as you. Because it is British, they don't care. Mm-hmm. They show the surgery. Oh, no, 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 no. no see, I've only been watching the British, Great British Bake Off. Oh, and everyone's all that. sweet and adorable. Yeah, and like they help all... each other, like, here, your muffins aren't working. Use this. Instead of like the sort of weird, cutthroat, dramatic yeah. BS that we get here. Yeah. Uh, everyone look at me, look at me. Um, I'm going to get attention by being the worst person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that because it's just like people making stuff and then having fun. Well, I like and this. And then giving it to you at the hugs. You are seeing people, like, you are seeing the surgery. Like, this lady, this lady got like uh, some, and it's always getting like, they get this, with like silicon put into their faces and stuff like that. And almost like all of them, the silicon they're getting put in their face is stuff that somebody bought like at Home Depot that they say is used in bathrooms. And you see them in surgery, the doctor's like literally oozing this, squeezing this yellow stuff out of the people's faces. It's- oh, so... The people do this at home? No, they're not doing it at home. They are going to, because this is overseas, they are going to like these really nice spas that they, they you know, this is what they do. That they trust. But the, the thing is, is that the that profession is not nearly as monitored over overseas as it is here gotcha. in America. You don't have you don't need necessarily a license. You oh. can just have a certificate. Mm. You know what I mean? You know like, like just like just like how you went gun. online mm-hmm. and now you can marry people. Yeah, yeah. You could go online and now you can stick some collagen nah, into people's faces that's brutal. overseas, man. That's awful. And like the 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 plastic surgeons over there literally all of them are saying like it's gotten to the point where like 60% of the work they're doing in a week is just taking out people's wow. nasty collagen and like, you know, fixing people up. I'm <sighs> never going to watch this show. That Please. sounds horrible. Please. It sounds, I mean, still better than Doctor Who, but <laughs> I'm still not going to watch it. I'm just teasing brand and I'm just teasing. All right. Well, since this show, this whole episode has just been, what have you been doing this week? Um, <laughs> before we jet, uh, Lynn, what have you been doing this week? Oh, uh, well, we could talk about it. We could save it for next week, if uh-huh. you like, because I actually went and saw Aladdin. We can talk about it now if you want. I can, went and saw Aladdin can yesterday. We, let's talk. Yeah, all right. Don't spoil it. All I right. mean... Can you? Can you spoil it? Can Aladdin? you spoil a movie that I'm sure everybody has seen? Because it is pretty much note for note a remake of the it's, of the cartoon. I mean, there's certain aspects of it they 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 changed. They suddenly uh-huh. uh, gave Jasmine more agency. Oh, cool! In this, which I'm not sure is a was a product of the movie or a product of the stage play. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure because they added like this whole song Speechless. I did not know that there was a stage play. Nor I, did I. I. I did not know either until I went, when I went to the movies, I went with uh, my Michelle Mission partner, Vincent, who brought his daughter, who actually saw it on stage and loved it on oh, stage. Nice. She actually prefers the stage version to the cartoon. The animated film. I grew up loving that animated film. So did I. Exactly. Brandon, have you seen the animated film? Yes, many times. So we all agree it's great. It's great. It's, I, it's, I used to have the soundtrack. I had the Sega Genesis game. Certifiable classic. 
Maybe it was Nintendo. But anyway, yeah. Really, really good. So. Okay, so I saw Aladdin. Like I said, they gave it more agency. I don't want to spoil things. So how about you ask me what you want to know about the movie? How is Will Smith as the genie? That's, I think that's the biggest question on everyone's lips. Well, I will say that, you know, as you, know, you remember, like, how disturbing it looked with the blue and yeah. everything like that? Yeah. Yeah. It 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 grows on you. Okay. And you forget about it. Okay, good. Um and also, and I think the the trailers have given us away, he doesn't spend the entire movie. I've seen him as just Will Smith, but right. like with the beard and the right. hair. Right. Yeah. So so there's that as that well. That gave me hope. Right. I was like, Oh, okay, he just is blue sometimes. They play he plays more of sidekick slash friend. More so than not mm-hmm. than in, in this one. How's Jafar? Okay. Jafar, I'm glad you asked this, is probably the best actor in the movie. It's very surprising. Who plays Jafar? I'm not sure. Of, of yeah, I don't know either. I just, he didn't look that great to me in the trailers. Oh, okay. He, he's probably the best actor in the movie. However, he's not. He's not um, real menacing. He doesn't give off that. Like he do, he doesn't come off with like the uh, Jafar like, in the in the in the it's, well, animated film was it's, it's mustache twirlingly. Yes, evil. And, and, yeah. and at times like little little scary. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, this one doesn't come off as scary. He doesn't. He also I think that at times Jafar. Because he was playing off of uh, in the in the original is playing off of the parrot Iago, um, and you know that was Gilbert Godfrey and all, all over the top. At times, Jafar could come off as a little maybe even funny mm-hmm. in the animated movie. He's not funny at all. Okay. In this one, he's played to be just straight evil. Okay. Um, and he's not bad. I. He just doesn't have the the right menacing look. He Is there no Iago? Iago's in the movie. Oh, okay. Iago's in the movie. Iago talks. Okay. Is it not Gar- Gilbert Godfrey? It's not Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, okay. Because I was wondering how. Who else do you get? No, it's not Gilbert. It's a Godfrey. very specific voice. Yeah, yeah. They 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 um, kind of make it work in this world. I am impressed that they decided to do this because it's a very brown movie. Mm-hmm. Are you talking is, about the characters? Yeah. Yeah, the characters who are most mostly played by white people, right, in the animated film. Voiced by white wh- people. Yeah. What'd I say? You said played. Well, yeah. Well, 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 I'm just, but like on the screen. They're they voiced. Were, they're still Speaking brown of, in the movie. Yeah, though. yeah, but yes, they are. So they're voiced yeah. by white people. Yeah. Good. I was just, well, no, you can finish your thing. Oh, that was that. it. I was just, I, I was impressed that they decided to make this and they did not whitewash the whole thing. Mm. They couldn't, I think. Yeah, they, well, they, they could have. I guess they could have, but they we would not have let them. Well, you know right? what? You know what? It, Get away with it. I don't think they could have. And and like Brandon said, they're they're uh, depicted all as brown in the yeah. movie. Yes, you can't get away with doing that live action and saying it's just a tan. Right, right, right. So it 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 had to be what it, right. what it is. Okay, so my question about Aladdin, because I, I watched the movie yesterday, and I'm surprised how much, um, like, out-and-out out references to um, the Muslim religion was in the movie, because mm. I would not expect Disney to do that Are now. Are really a whole lot? Yeah, like, there? at one point, the Sultan straight up says, like, praise Allah and stuff like that. Like, I was real surprised. Oh, is this in the... In the, in the animated the movie. The animated, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, like, I'm not against that or anything, but I was just surprised Disney would have that. But I think, you know, it was in a different time. Yeah. So and I was wondering how much of that was in. I think the, there's a, there's still a fair amount of that in there as well. That's good. Um, I don't think they, at least to me, I don't think they hit it over the head with it. Or right. Anything like that. Um, so I think there's still a fair amount of, of that in there. Um, I think that uh, the depiction of that whole culture... It's faithful to the movie. Now, I don't. I'm, I don't think I'm an expert enough to say whether or not that faithfulness is faithful to actually as it is. But as is depicted in the in in the original, it's faithful to that. Gotcha. I'll give you that. Um, I actually was surprised by the lead actor. Um, and JD, if you can pull up the cast, I've, I've 
I want to give the people that they just do. The person that plays Aladdin, I was surprised by how much he resembles the cartoon Aladdin. Mina Mas- Masood. Yeah, he 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 actually like he brings to mind that image of now. With all due respect to the young man, he does not have the chops, acting wise, mm. of the of whoever voiced Aladdin in the movie. Nor does the young lady that plays Jasmine. To be fair, hey now that's Kimberly from Power Rangers. She's great. That's Kimberly from Power Rangers in the movie. In, in she in was in the um the most recent like 2015, 2016 Power Rangers. Oh, is she okay? Mm-hmm. Um, Her name's Naomi Scott. This was directed by Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Wow. You know, weren't weren't aware of that. I had no idea. Yeah, it's a Guy Ritchie movie. It's got a little bit of a Guy Ritchie uh, feel. I was gonna say he's got a very specific visual flair. He's he's got a it's 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 some of it's there. Okay. Um, I think the I think he definitely is directing for his audience, which is probably kids mm-hmm. from I'll say six to seven years old to their like preteens, maybe fourteen, fifteen. Um, and I think kids in that wheelhouse will like the movie a great deal. They'll enjoy it. Okay, I'm seeing as I'm just you know I googled it, so I'm seeing a lot of positivity. Um, Shocker, the Aladdin remake is not entirely terrible. Yeah. Aladdin review, Guy Ritchie's Disney remake dazzles and surprises. Uh, plays it safe, really takes mm-hmm. flight, blah, blah, blah. I'll check it out when it's on uh, Netflix or Hulu or whatever it is. HBO. Disney Plus. It'll be on Disney, Disney Plus. Oh, I'm getting that. I'll see it on Disney <laughs> it'll Plus. Be, it'll be, it'll, it definitely won't be on Netflix. It definitely <laughs> won't be on point. Netflix That's or anything else. It will be on streaming. Disney. Let me say that. Yes. When it's streaming, I will stream it right into my eyeballs. Yeah, there you go. So, so it actually plays out better than a lot of people thought it would. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, and, and I'm I'm happy for Will for that. Yeah. He does look like he's having fun. Yeah, that's you know, good. I mean, he's he knows he's never going to be Robin Williams, mm-hmm. but he's he's Will Smith having a great time. And at the end of the day, that's what you want. I do. I find him infinitely watchable. I just love Will Smith. I like watching him perform. That's are you it. Are you excited for Gemini Man? I don't know what that is. Oh, wait. Oh, yes, I am. That's surprising. I am a little... Su- I, wait, I just said I would watch anything with Will Smith in it. Um, I am... Su- that's the one where he's, like, fighting his younger clone. Yeah. Dude, what? Why would I not... That looks amazing. It does not I was throw- I thought that was going to throw you for a loop. I thought you were going to be like, not that one. No. That does, that does not look amazing. No. Well, I mean, um, the idea is amazing. I like. I love the idea of a, an older guy having to fight his young clone. Mm-hmm. But I saw that in, in Logan. That in Looper. And yeah, like I, I that feel was like pretty good. I like a lot Looper. of movies. Yeah, I like Looper a lot actually. Yeah, so I've seen it. Yeah, been there, done that. I'll with still watch with it. all due respect to Will Smith, with better actors. This trailer. No, with- what you keep saying? I, you don't I, think Will Smith's a good actor? I don't think Will Smith's a bad actor, but oh. I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a better actor, and I think that Bruce Willis is as I'd say probably yeah. just as watchable. Oh, he's as watchable as, as Will but he's Smith. He's not a good. He's. I think Will Smith is a better actor than Bruce Willis is. Well, the, the, Bruce Willis does. Bruce Willis, just okay, stoic uh, guy. Okay, and 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 I think, I think that Will Smith is probably as good as Bruce Willis because I think the mo. I think the moments that Bruce that Will Smith has been acting Will Smith, you can tell he's acting Will Smith, which is not great acting. Hmm. And other times he's just being Will Smith, which is good. I'm yeah. not knocking him, but I'm just saying I think he's Smith. just as good as Bruce Willis. But I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt is better than both of them. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay, we're back on the same page. <laughs> All right, Brandon, anything else before we split? Nope. Leonard, anything else before we split? No, J.D. Oh, All right, I guess we're done. I suppose that we are done. But next week, ladies and gentlemen, you know, you come at us because we're going to have you know, spoiler reviews of a lot of cool stuff next week. Hopefully. Because we'll be reviewing Brightburn. Yeah. We'll be reviewing John Wick. Three. Yes. Yeah, it weird if we were just reviewing John Wick. <laughs> we should talk about Keanu Reeves the whole time. Because he's just a great he guy. He is. I am warming up to Keanu Reeves. What do you Reeves. mean warming up? It is taking me years to warm up to Keanu Reeves. 
because uh, I was never a big uh, Bill and Ted. Thank you. Never cared about those movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been kind of like, well, I mean, he was good in Constantine, I guess. He wasn't really John Constantine, but like he was okay in Constantine. He was good in Matrix because he has to play a guy who was part is robotic in nature, sort of. You know what I mean? But um, I find that I am charmed by his real life personality. Which then makes Which you... makes me enjoy his performances more. I feel you. Yeah, as opposed to Nicolas Cage, where every time he's on screen, I'm just like, oh man, how do you keep getting work? <laughs> I'd be he interested. was good once. Was he in what? Moonlight? Uh, no, no, it wasn't. Moon... That was, he was not in Moonlight. Moonstruck. You, mean, you Moonstruck. meant La La Land. He no. was not in La La Land. It was a, it's a... No. He was in Moonstruck. Remember in the Oscars when Moonlight... Won. Oh, I get it. I get it. Right. But I didn't well mean done. Moonlight either. But, uh, yeah. Moon, he was in Moonstruck. Never and he saw was it. good in Moonstruck. The movie was Cher. Nope, never saw it. You never saw that? Nope. From the 80s? The only movie I saw with Cher was uh, Mask. Okay. Um, Eric Stoltz. Uh, Nicolas Cage was good, and he was good in The Rock. He was Nicolas Cage in The Rock, yeah. But it was The good. movie The Rock was good. And Con Air. Con Air was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even going to say good. The guy was fun. Anyway. And uh, what was that movie? What? I- Adap- uh, is it Mom and Dad? No, adap- adaptation. Was he an adaptation? I think he was an adaptation. Oh, I don't or, know. or is that the Will Ferrell movie? But I think it was. I think it was adaptation. That's Stranger Than Fiction. Is the Will Ferrell movie? Then it is adaptation. Is the Nicolas Cage movie? Okay, I was just talking about Stranger Than Fiction, with Sushan. We find that movie really charming. Which Will Ferrell movie is that? That's the one where he is like the tax guy, and he falls in love with. Um, Oh, what's her name from the secretary? Maggie Gyllenhaal. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh. It's like a weird rom-com, break the fourth wall kind of movie. Oh, see, I never saw that. The Will Ferrell movie, I actually kind of like was, found myself really enjoying, and I don't remember the name of it. It's the one where he loses everything, and he's like literally living out on his front lawn. Oh, right. Yes, I saw that down at the Ritz. That was like a that was real, like a little indie movie. Yeah, it was like yeah. real dark, and I was like, "Yo, this is this is really it's good." Good, yeah. And he was actually very like he's the dude. If, I think if directed, uh-huh. is actually a very good actor. I find that the case with most comedians. Yeah, that's, yeah it's that's harder true. to be funny than it is serious. Which brings us all the way around back to Will Michael Smith. Keaton oh. as Batman. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so much. What? One more thing. Okay. Look to look forward to, ladies and gentlemen. Uh In June, on the Black Tribbles feed, is that I, JD, and a couple of other people, to be determined, will be doing a very special 30th anniversary audio commentary for. Batman, the 1989 movie. Nice. I'm see. This be fun because I love that movie, and you don't. I know. <laughs> so I am greatly yeah. looking forward to this. All right. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will talk at you later. Da-da-da!